Yeah. Good evening, everyone. Um, you're all welcome to the episode five of Grow Space Africa. Um, just to be clear before I move forward that everyone can hear me. Um, Elena, I see you. Charles, I see you. Dems, I see you. Um, you can just use um an emoji to let me know that you can hear me. Then I can continue. Awesome. Thank you, Elena. Um, just a second. So you made a speaker. Please, IJ, um, can you make Elena a speaker? So she's able to come in and share. Yeah. I've sent her a speaker invite. I've sent her. Oh, awesome. Oh, awesome. Thank you for that. So I'll, I'll just hold on for her to accept the invite and then we can get the ball rolling. Um, Elena, are you having challenges accepting this kind of vibe? Okay, can you hear me? Oh, now? okay. Oh, awesome. I can hear you now. Okay. I can hear you now. How are you doing? How was your day? Um, how is Liga's day? I'm well. How was your day? Very well, very well. Um, my day started quite lazy, but um, I think I was able to like get stuff done during the course of the day. Hi, Tumishi. Thank you for joining. Um, I think it's very natural that as the space commences, um, people will join in. But again, just for the sake of reminders, you can send people DMs, tell them to like join in. People you know that would find this interesting. You can also retweet right now to let people know that it's going on right now. Um, you can send people DMs. So um, people just plan to attend events. And then just during the course of the week or the day, it's natural. They they tend to forget. So a little reminder wouldn't be bad. Okay, so um let's get back to the business of the day. So um Group Space Africa, essentially the idea behind the conversation we are we're having is to sort of be able to bring it down to how does growth, different aspects of growth for like startups. How does it work? But the context strictly within Africa, um, the gap I realized uh, because I've been I've been driving growth in different capacities, 
um, for startups in Africa in the past um, three years. So the biggest gap I've seen is um, when people that want to kind of transition into the role or people that are like already in the role but look out for resources. The biggest gap I see is most of what you have online are essentially the way that the the experts in the West have been able to drive growth for like startup businesses. And what that does is there's a, there's a tendency to want to just plug and play into this system. But to your greatest shock and surprise, you would you would realize soon enough that the African market has its own nuances, has its own uniqueness, has its own, um, would I say, very unique way of how you can get things done. So for that reason, I decided that having like an audio library um, where people can come to and listen to actual operators that have specialties actually go ahead to drive growth in different capacities. I think it's one of the ways we can solve the current gap which exists between people that are in the industry, people that are trying to come in, their access to resources that can really help them understand how to drive startup growth within the context of African startup business. So that being said, just to reiterate why we're having this conversation is not just another Twitter space. So that being said, this is the fifth episode. So we've been able to hold four episodes till date where we touch on different areas um, that matter across um, when you're trying to like essentially drive growth. Um, but today, as far as today goes, the topic we have today is leveraging influencers to drive startup growth in Africa. Um, and I looked around, I think no other person could do justice to that, um, apart from the guest we have on today. Um, her name is Elena. Um, I've known Elena for quite a bit, as far back as when I worked at Taylor in 2020. Um, um, so Elena essentially runs an influencer marketing agency um, called Influencer Marketing Hub. So what they do is they essentially help recruit influencers, they help like with influencer audits, and they essentially help run influencer campaigns for startups. Elena herself has built a successful business off the back of influencer marketing. Um, I would allow her right now to go ahead and do some of that intro. Um, but yes, we have someone that really understands in depth what influencer marketing is about for startups, group marketers, founders are listening, how they can use that to drive some significant growth. So, Elena, the mic is yours. Please go ahead, let the audience know what. <laughs> okay, hi, it's Okay, awesome. So, hi, everyone. My name is Elena Afa. I am an entrepreneur. I'm also a founder of IMH Africa. We're a data-driven influencer marketing agency. Basically, we help brands, you know, get better return on investment with their influencer um, campaigns. Yeah, so wait, give me a second. Sure. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm in, I just had to like respond to a message. Oh yeah, so um, yeah, I just said what I do, um, what the agency helps uh, we help brands with their influencer marketing. 
we've been doing this. Uh, we launched our agency in 2020, so we're going on three years this year. Um, so yeah, that's the summary of you know what the agency is about. Do you want me to talk about influencer marketing? I just allow you know she asked me the questions. Yeah, so for sure. Thank you. Um, I just wanted you to just introduce yourself, um, just to for the audience to get a sense of um who you are and what to expect. So I think I will dive in into the questions we have. So the questions that would help you um be able to like take us across the different areas of what we should be aware of as far as influencer marketing goes for startup businesses in Africa. Uh So I think the first thing um would be um, I love the idea of first principles. So I think ever before you even go deep into a subject or a concept or like a domain, it's very important to take two steps back, assume nobody really understands, and then from there you build up. So I think first things first would be, who is an influencer? And um, what does influencer marketing really mean? So no ambiguity, just the way you would do that to like maybe a five-year-old or like your little cousin at home mm-hmm. that wants to know what what. Mm-hmm. Uh, anti does just go ahead mm-hmm. yeah who's okay. an influencer and what does influencer so marketing okay awesome so i'd like to uh, describe an influencer as anyone who has a community that listens and trusts their verdicts that's just like the summary of one influencer is anybody that has a community that listens to them and trusts their verdict and influencer marketing simply means leveraging the power of influencers to drive your brand message across. So you're leveraging the power of these individuals that have built a community over time. Some of them years, some of them months. Um, You're leveraging the power that they have on these communities that they have built to pass your brand message across. So that's what influencer marketing and influencer meaning like in layman terms. Super clear. Um, thank you for making it like so simple. So essentially, influencers um, are like very special people on the internet. And then um, influencer marketing is essentially leveraging the power that they have over um, being able to have accrued a degree of um, active, nurtured audience. So um, that, yeah, for sure, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. So I, I, I guess we'll move forward to the next thing, which is I know for like every trending um, buzzword, easily um, you have people build certain misconceptions or myths around it. So I would want you to maybe outline some common misconceptions and myths around leveraging influencers to drive growth or influencer marketing as a strategy. So if you could list some of those and then help us debunk it, that would be some one thing we would love to really understand this conversation. Okay. Awesome. Some of the um, myths that I have over the course of running an agency would be it's one, influencer marketing being a get-rich-quick scheme. So you know how social media has evolved. Um, influencers are becoming a thing. I mean, you, 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 you can't see how somebody goes from zero to 1,000 real quick. Like, influencers are becoming a thing. Everybody, well, okay, let me not say everybody. Most people now want to, you know, 
build their community and you know become influencers so that you know brands can reach out to them and they, they can get paid and etc so one of the misconceptions i have seen is oftentimes brands you know assume that working with influencers is like a get rich quick scheme like all they need to do is create a product pay xxx and boom that's all like you're going to go from zero to one thousand real quick and i'd like to debunk that myth because influencer marketing is is not as how some people may have pictured it it's not the marketing that you just invest in and then you see return on investments like immediately well are there some influencers that you partner with and you can see like an instant um instant results yes but if you want to see the best return on on investment when partnering with influencers i would suggest that you opt for an always on campaign the influencer continually talks about your product or your service over a period of time so that their community gets accustomed to your brand so that's the first one you know influencer marketing being a get rich quick um scheme another one myth i have seen or i've heard is influencer marketing is a waste of money now um, I feel like when people say influencer marketing is a waste of money, it's because they have gone about it the wrong way. And it's, it boils down to the first point I said, it being a get-rich-quick scheme. So people, some people assume that um, when you pay an influencer and they talk about your product, that's all you need basically, right? And then when they do this and then they don't see return on investment, they just, you know assume that oh it's a waste of money there's no point you know investing in this sort of marketing and what i would say is before you invest in influencer marketing do your research you know find out if the influencer is the right fit find out if the product you're launching or the product if if there is a need for the product find out if um the influencers that you want to work with, if their community needs your product, you know, find out how you can, you know, best share your product through the influencer to their community. So it's not a waste of money. Just ensure that if you do it the right way, if you get the right facts before you invest in it, and then you look at it as a long-term investment, you would not um, take it, it would not be a waste of money for you. So I think those are the two things I want to, you know, the two means that misconception I would like to, you know, talk about. Yeah, makes sense. Um, thanks for that. If if okay. if I can recap, it would be that the the first one people tend to think is that it's like a, a, a shortcut. Exactly. Um, like that's all you need. Just pay influencers, and then that's. All. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, maybe not. So um then the other one is that people try to think that it's a waste of money because mm-hmm. they don't practically see how it's going to translate into a profit but again um this this mis- mis- misconceptions just require um maybe whoever is in charge maybe for good marketers are listening or for like founders that are here mm-hmm. is to essentially understand that it's not magic because i can even remember when we had the event at social media week yeah um, it was like part of the things, <laughs> it was part of the things we touched on which is 
I think you treat it like every other thing. Mm-hmm. I think you treat it like like every other thing, right? So you want to mm-hmm. have a strategy. You want to think long term because I remember fully while at Taylor, um, the the key things we did were actually influencer marketing and then paid advertising. But the main driver for like a lot of the growth we saw was influencer marketing. Mm-hmm. And again, we kept the campaign on for 10 months because mm-hmm. I have to include that part, right? It's not like we just give an influencer stuff and then very next week. No, we kept the campaign running for like 10 straight months. That's like typically a whole year. Almost a year, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the time component to it, working is important to state. And then... um just having some form of longevity and then also understanding that it's not like instant. So, um, and it's not, it's not a waste of money. I think, um, data still has it that influencer marketing is like one of the biggest channels for like return on investment, like mm-hmm. when placed side by side or that channels. Right. So mm-hmm. for sure, just to, just to recap on, on things you said, um, I've seen it work firsthand. All right. So thank you for that. Um, I think the the other thing would would be to kind of understand, um, from your point of view, someone that runs like an agency, and then um, you've also grown like a brand, less okay. marketing. How would you describe the current maturity level okay. of influencer marketing as a channel in the okay. African startup ecosystem? So where do you think we are currently, um, as opposed to maybe when you consider the the, the Western world or like more developed economies? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, if in all honesty, I feel like there's 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 been an improvement compared to how it was as at twenty twenty. Um, before now, when you when you speak to brands about um startup or startup slash brands about influencer marketing, you know most of them would the first thing that comes to their mind is you know celebrities, you know partnering with celebrities to push their product slash service but now we've seen like a shift most most of these brands are now open to partnering with everyday people those are like the micro and the nano influencers there's been some sort of shift and we're seeing that oh i don't you know we don't have to work with a celebrity we can actually work with you know everyday people that have built some sort of community and we can still um meet the kpis that we've set so i i feel like there's there's been an improvement but then there's always still you know room for 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 growth but as of 2020 and now there's been you know a reasonable amount of improvement in the influencer marketing um space and how brands are now open to partnering with smaller influencers as opposed to just celebrity marketing Makes sense. Um, makes sense. So essentially, um, we've had a degree of growth from the last time, like in in the last two three years. Um, exactly. But again, again, where where do you see us? So if you were to like place us, if you, if you were to place like the African startup ecosystem on mm-hmm. a scale of like one to five, um, side by side, like way more developed um ecosystems like the Silicon Valley's, the mm-hmm. Canada startup ecosystem, just the Western world. Where do you think we are? just to get a sense of how much work still needs to be done. Okay, on a scale of one to five, yeah. right? Oh, I'll take yeah. three. Because there's still a lot of work to be done, in all honesty. But then there's there has been a visible amount of improvement. But then there's still a lot of work to be done. Sounds good. Okay, so I, I think um we can also move forward. 
um, again, um, I think being someone that runs an influencer and marketing agency, um, one thing I want for us to always get out of this conversation for the people listening, because I know a large chunk of the audience, we have my actual actual marketers and founders of startups. Mm-hmm. So what do you think are some challenges that founders that are still like running their businesses by themselves or like marketing teams who are okay. looking to leverage investment marketing as a strategy? So do you know certain challenges they should expect to encounter and how they can move past them? Okay, so I think one of the number one challenge with most of this um, brands and their marketers would be finding the right fit, finding the right influencer to partner with. Over the years, we've seen some brands struggle with this. That's why you see like there is like they're recycling the same set of people, right? It's not that they, they, most people don't know the right people to partner with. So that's 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 one challenge. Another challenge would be, um, you know, educating the influencers that they partner with about their product. We've seen, you know, some campaigns go live and then you see this influencer sharing about um, this product. But you can tell that this person doesn't use it or doesn't have the right information about um, the product that she, he or she is trying to you know, share with your community. So that's that's something that, you know, I would love for more marketers slash founders that are looking at, you know, leveraging on the power of influencer markets. Ensure that you educate the influencers that you're onboarding about the product. If it's an app, if it's whatever it is, ensure there's a period of time where they, they can actually get to try it out. And if there are any questions, you know they can ask because it it, it looks it come it comes it comes off as inauthentic when these people share these things without even trying it and consumers are getting smarter every single day i mean we can easily tell that oh you just they just paid you to talk about this you don't use it we know and you're you're not going to get any return on investment if 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 your your ad comes off as inauthentic so ensure that there's a proper education about your product with whoever you want to partner with that's why we have things like content brief you know everything is there and there's a period of time where you can educate your the influencers that you on board for your campaign I, and one more would be um another thing i think they would need to um look out for would be influencer fraud like i said a lot of people are you know, starting to identify themselves as influencers because the, the market, you know, kind of comes across, across as lucrative. Well, it is, you know, but then a lot of people now want to be identified as influencers without really doing the work. And that's going to be an issue for some of these people because they don't know how to spot, spot the right fit. And, I mean, people buy followers people buy views and etc so if you don't know how to you know spot the right influencers you might end up partnering with an influencer who is a fraud and what that would do for you is you're just putting you're just throwing money away because you're not going to get anything of it so that's that i think that's the final one i want to talk about sounds good sounds good so essentially um founders listening good marketers listening should be aware that um one of the challenges they can expect to encounter is first 
the challenge of like influencer and product fit um that's the influencer's audience and the product value so how how much this fit goes along with determining the success of a particular campaign is that correct mm-hmm. um and then they should take the time to actually like look into that and then also really looking into um what you you term influencer fraud so people posing as influencers when essentially they are not necessarily one um maybe on my end just to put in something i know that could also be helpful with this train of thoughts would be one thing you might want to look at is say you're a founder or you're like leading a growth team or like you're a marketer um you want to look at the ratio of engagement to followers is a very direct rule of thumb that would always expose whoever is not like very authentic so when somebody no matter like how many flaws somebody says they have um, it could be 10k, it could be 20k, 30k upwards. It's easy to like fake that. But when you look at engagement rate, you can't fake engagement rate, especially consistently. Um, even if you try to game it maybe one or two times, over like say um someone has 30k followers, the person has 50 posts. So this mm-hmm. is what you can do. You can look at the latest post, look at the the yeah. like backward, the tenth post, go like the 30th post and the 50th post if you just randomly scan you can you can literally see a relativity between their engagement rates and you will see um you you would also notice very very um unpleasant differences so for example their last post has like 10 likes 30k followers 10 likes and then another post has like a lot of likes you can easily tell that maybe that one was promoted not necessarily their organic engagement so these are like some some things you can look out for just to get a sense of how um, authentic. Secondly, um, I think they should always ask for um what, what um if you can remind me what was that thing called like when an influencer sends like inside their demography exactly. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah maybe and a look into like their insights um from our campaigns they've done. These are like some helpful things when I was trying to look out for influencers to engage at at the time. So yeah, Elena, thank you for well, like let me pointing those. Real quick, yeah. yeah. So if you're if for you're sure, going sure, to do sure. um, influencer marketing on a large scale, or, or it's something that you're going to be doing like on a monthly basis, you might want to consider in, investing in an influencer marketing software. This um your influencer marketing softwares that can help you dictate like when you impute the influencer's name, you can you can literally see everything that you need to know with regard if the influencer is fraud or not. So yeah, I wanted to add that so as well. For sure, thank you. Okay. That's helpful. So just that kind of makes it three. So founders and good marketers or people leading good marketing teams should look out for these things to be able to run successful influencer marketing campaigns. Um, Elena, I, we would also want to hear from you if you could highlight some of the different classes or tiers of influencers and how to engage them because I also know this um also comes up as something brands want to understand how to navigate. So just give us a sense of the different classes or tiers of influencers that exist in the markets and how to mm-hmm. like go about engaging them and okay. best practices. Yeah. Okay, so um we have four types of influencers. We have the mega influencers, that's where our celebrities or celebrities in quotes um fall under. They usually have like from one million followers upwards. We have the macro influencers 
that's from 500k upwards we have micro influencers they are from 1k upwards and then we have nano influencers 0 to 5k um upwards so how do you know which of the 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 tier of influencers to work with it all boils down to your kpis what are the kpis that you have set the kpis will help you determine the category of influencers that you want to you know partner with if you're looking at um content distribution as one of your kpis then you're you'd most likely want to partner with micro slash nano influencers if you're looking at you know massive brand reach slash awareness then you're most likely you should you should most likely look out for macro influencers you know they're great for macro influencers and then micro influencers so you have to go back to your kps your kps will help you determine the category of influencers that you should onboard for your campaign awesome um that was like very straightforward and clear oh um, one more um, thing sorry <laughs> your kps sure. and your budget that's that's another thing too your kps and your budget if you the, the determine the, the the budget that you have set your influencer marketing campaign budget would also determine the category of influencers that you're going to onboard for your campaign so yeah the two things your kpis and your budget cool beans so um again so just to recap i, I like recapping so i can also understand because mm -hmm. i'm also essentially even though I'm hosting, I'm like also learning. So we have like the nano, we have the micro, we have the macro. So um, what makes them different? Uh, the the different like number, like how large the audience is. Number of followers. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, number of followers. So nano, obviously, like the 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 the, the very small ones. Usually, most of them even um, come off as content creators. And then the micro, and then the macro. The macro usually the celebrities fall in there. Um, but then again, your KPIs and your budget would help you know what tier or class of like influencer to work with. But I think I want to also push a bit further to gain some clarity for myself and for the audience here. Okay. So um, can you like paint a scenario? So say we're looking for like very massive brand awareness and um, we have a budget of like a hypothetical budget of like um five to ten million naira. so how much do you can you five to ten million naira, okay. but like very massive we want everybody in mm -hmm. top cities in in africa to mm -hmm. be aware of like this new um product it could be anything mm -hmm. so can you kind of advise on the class of influencers and then the kpis okay so um hmm top of my head i would obviously recommend that you onboard all the, all the category of influencers you know and um you pick um onboard all the category of influencers and you know leverage the plat the platforms that they have most strength on for example some influence some of these um, influencers have more strength on youtube some of them is on Instagram, some on Twitter, some on TikTok. Now, depending on the 
depending on the platform that these influencers have. So I would say if you have a budget, if you're trying to like promote, you want like massive, massive reach, I would say on board the mega influencer. So you can have maybe one or two mega influencers. I mean, that's like celebrities, maybe one or two. Wait, no, you said five to ten million. That's what you said, right? Yeah, yeah, five to ten million. Five to ten million. Hmm. Five to ten million. Okay. Yeah, you can have one one mega influencer. You can onboard like two macro influencers. You can onboard fifteen micro influencers, and then you can use your remaining budget for the nano influencers. So you have these people, and then you onboard them for a particular period of time. And then you have these people continually talk. That's going to be like so, 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 so amazing. You have these people continually talk about your product and create content about right. whatever it is that you're trying to. That's going to be really good. Trust me. Awesome. So have all of them. Exactly. So um, the, the reason I asked is to kind of give a sense um, as to how like people can fuse all of the tiers to work for them. Yeah, so, I mean, if you have uh, the budget, I mean, why why go small? Go big. Have all of them on board. <laughs> you would you would love right. it. Influencer marketing is so amazing. To be honest, if you do it yeah. well, you would you would love it. You yeah. you'd be obsessed with it. Well. Yes. Honestly, honestly, it's it's very human. It's the human side mm-hmm. to it that I really really like. Yeah. Yeah. And then especially when you're partnering with influencers that have cults like community people would automatically love your brand i mean if an influencer i love admire i cherish talks about your products and really just talks about how your product have you know maybe helped her i would automatically love your product because why i love the person so if you have the budget to actually you know go big then go big got it thank you for that thank you for like um Really giving clarity to how how one can go around budget KPIs and different tiers and classes of the influencers. Okay, so um, the next thing would be, can you sort of recommend um, helpful resources? Because I guess people listening after now, maybe might want to do some further reading. So do you have pointers to live resources or does your agency like have one? Do you have one yourself? Or are there like people you know in this space? Yeah, so okay. maybe point us to helpful resources, ebooks for founders and good marketers listening. Okay, so can... yeah, the agency has like a newsletter where we share like insights and tips for brands that want to leverage influencer marketing. So you might want to sign up to our newsletter. You can just click the link on my bio, you take it to our website, and then input your email, and then you get our newsletters. And then I would recommend, um, um, let me see, which one do I want to share? I'm trying to think of the one I want to share. No, I don't want to share. So let me just give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. So wait, just give me a second. Let me, let me, let me think about it. Okay, For so sure. you, I would, uh, you can try um, Green. That's the one I like to recommend, like to everybody that cares to, you know, Green, G-R-I-N. They have like... Um, if you sign up, if you're a group, yes, if you're a group marketer or if you're a, a founder, you can sign up with your business and um, your, your business slash company's email. And then they have access. To, you can have access to useful webinars. And they have and basically about influencer marketing. So they interview founders that have done six, seven, eight figures in USD. And you use influencer marketing and you get to learn a lot. So that's the one I'm going to share 
with you guys. Awesome. So green is spelled G R I N. Green. green, yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so guys, go go check out Green. Um, essentially, they would have like robust library of like resources that you can go through. Um, also, someone asked an example of influencer marketing software um, that they can use. So I think Green would obviously be one of them. Yeah, Green also has yeah. So you can I I yeah yeah you can use that. They have like a monthly subscription that yeah. You can, you have, yes, you can, you can use green too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, right. So, uh, again, we'll attend to like the Q&A just after this last question. So, after this last question, we'll have the Q&A and then we'll essentially um, get very close to the end of today's episode. So, any questions, just nest it as maybe a tweet under the space itself. Or after this next question, we would actually um, be open for people to request for speaker, like to be speakers, and then we'll just give them access. So um, the, 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 the other thing I would want to find out from you, Elena, is um, from where you stand, where do you see influencer marketing in Africa headed? So say 10 years from now, like a decade from now, um, do you have possible predictions? Is one aspect of Growth Space Africa that we look forward to hearing. So as someone in the domain, where do you see the space headed in Africa in the next decade? Since you've been there for like the last three years, over Mm -hmm. three years, you've seen the significant progress. Um, From where you stand, where do you see influencer Mm -hmm. markets in Africa headed in the next decade? Do you have any possible predictions? Hmm. If I'm going to be honest, I I would not be able to predict what um, would happen in the next 10 years. What I'm trying to please you. Yeah. Because influencer marketing, the industry is quite interesting. It keeps evolving, right? You can never really tell. You just you, you just need to whatever 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 is trending or was it whatever is currently ongoing, you just have to like be able to run your campaigns like that. So let me give you an example. Nobody we never knew that there was going to be the rise of TikTok. Now that TikTok has risen, it has also, you know, um, helped um, this certain people. They call them UGC creators. Now they are on the mm-hmm. rise. More brands are partnering with them. And we're not just partnering. Some people are not just partnering with them for them to talk about their product or service. Some people are partnering with, with this UGC um, creators for marketing materials. So instead of a brand going to pay maybe videographers to come and um, shoot and talk, we are paying these UGC creators to create content and then they repurpose, you know, this content. So far back as 20, let's say 2029, nobody, nobody ever would ever imagine that, oh, even if I'm an influencer or I'm a creator with zero followers, brands can still pay me X amount to create content. So the the market is is unpredictable. If I'm going to be very honest, so I so whatever whatever you whatever whatever you see, you just have to like adapt to it. So that's that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think I agree with you. Mm-hmm. In the influencer marketing space is uh, such that um, 
you really can't tell. Um, a lot of technologies are causing a lot of like unforeseen. Yeah. Also, let me even add a few years back, there, there were no like influencer marketing softwares. Now they're like new ones springing, springing. I, I, I think I guess at 2020, there were only like two major ones that we knew. But now there's literally like different, you know, influencer marketing softwares, you know, springing up because there's a demand for creators and now that there's also a rise in influencer fraud, people are, you know, more brands want to be very careful before they partner. So the market just keeps evolving. That's why it's also important that you keep, you you stay up to date or you partner with agencies that, you know, are also evolving as the market keeps evolving. So, yeah, that's it. Got it. Got it. All right. So I think as far as predictions go, um, in this space is really, really difficult to be able to 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 do that because um even the the, the things we see happening now three years ago we did not even see signals or signs to them. So uh-huh. essentially it's a space where you just have to try and be at the forefront of those changes and navigate accordingly. Okay. Thank you for that Elena. That was like really really insightful the way the way we're thinking about it so um i think we're we're open to like taking questions um from the audiences so if anyone wants to ask just go ahead request to be a speaker and you would be you'll be given access to do that but again as we gear up for that lena i think this is where this is the part where we also ask you to let us know like people listening how they can connect stay connected with you on social also ask you fun things about yourself. So essentially, when you're not doing influencer marketing at <laughs> okay. um, the agency, when you're not um, running your brand, mm-hmm. um, what what do you do? So what movie are you currently seeing? What book are you currently reading? Um, what playlist or like what um, artist, what, what track are you currently vibing to? Just to give us a sense of what you do in your free time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, um, when I'm not working, I am either reading a book. Um, I've been into African literature of recent, and it's surprising because before I lost my mojo for reading, but sometime earlier, earlier last month, I think I just got the spark, and I haven't turned back. So yeah, when I'm not working, I'm either reading a book, I'm either listening to music. I love listening to classics and such. A classic lover way back 90s 80s those are the kind of music that i really enjoy so i'm either reading a book listening to music or sleeping i love to sleep when i have the time to do that so uh, yeah i mean that's yeah <laughs> that's what i what, do <laughs> what book are you currently reading what's the title uh, i'm currently reading the blessed girl okay by south african author what who, who um who is the author um oh i don't know the name of it but i just got the book yesterday it's it's out of sure for sure um are you seeing any movie currently on netflix i just finished watching one series on netflix title what power was power 